I'm Sam Mitchell, and these are my stories. Howdy, folks. Hope you're having a good day today. So, before we begin, I have a couple of shout-outs I needed to take care of. So, the first shout-out that I'd like to give is to Miss Fuller. Miss Fuller was my fifth-grade science teacher at Eastern Green, and she is now retired. And I believe she is enjoying retirement, I hope, because she's earned it. But right now, she is traveling, I think. I think she went to New York, and I don't know what she's doing in there, but she did something in there. So, Miss Fuller, I hope you're enjoying retirement. I hope it's treating you well, and we miss you, though. The second shout-out that I'd like to give to is Miss Meredith Strewing. Miss Meredith Strewing is a journalist at the IU School and is a junior and is almost going to graduate. And her title is, I think she's a she's a colonist and um, does stories like the other people do. So, and that she has a lot of personality and probably is one, one beautiful woman and a very nice human being. So, Meredith, hope you're doing well at IU, and I hope you graduate and become one of the best journalists I ever this world will ever see. Alright, why don't we go ahead and get to the topic. I think that's enough shouts for the day. So, anyway, this episode is going to be about anticipation because anticipation is what we do a lot. And I mean a lot. I mean, it is probably the most second, the first thing we do after anxiety because it probably goes like anxiety and the anticipation is like right at the bottom of it because we do that a lot and mainly it's in teen years but anticipating is a is a, an everyday thing you might see in autistic and an autistic child, depending on the severity of the autism, because it will happen every day. I can promise you that. And it's all because of our wi- brains being wired in that way. I mean, you guys might not be able to see it, but we're all wired differently, and anticipation is part of autistic world compared to another, because you guys may not anticipate as much as we do, but anticipating will happen uh, maybe every day, compared, depending on the severity. And I don't know if it will, but you must be you must be the ones to determine what to do. So the definition of anticipation is it is an act of thinking if something will go wrong or right because anticipation is big, like I said, and we want to know whether what we did was right or wrong. And sometimes, like I said in 108, we always second-guess ourselves. We are second-guess people, and we want to know whether it was the right decision or the wrong decision. But sometimes we just don't know, and we think through, like like I said in 108, and we want to know whether it was right or wrong, and we want to be certain. We want to make sure it was certain and just know if we made the right decision or the wrong decision or the smart decision and then move on. But like unlike us, we just don't know if it was right or wrong 100% sure. We want to be 100% sure whether if it was right or wrong. I think that this is a hassle for us because we are the result type of people. We want results. It's like on America's Got Talent, like we want to know who the winner is. We want the same thing. We want to know what happens and we want the results. We just want to know about every person's and each person's arrangements and then go along with it and then just know for sure whether it's and just know about the winner or know about what's going to go on. We want to hit the lock-in button. We want to be like lock-in. We know what we're doing. And we want to hit the lock button and be like and hit that button right now. And when we know that, we'll be a lot happier than we once were because we will know how we feel. We know what to expect. And we want to know what to expect, but sometimes we honestly don't know what to expect sometimes. But we like to feel that we feel better when we expect compared to not expecting. Now, younger autistic children are definitely going to care about the answer because they're bummed. I mean, they're children, just like you guys. I mean, what do you expect? They're children, but they they will care about the answer because they want to know the answer and they want to know whether it will happen or not. And they want to be happy. They want to be they want to go to their. They want to go with their friends probably and hang out at Mr. Gaddy's or Lark Farm Ranch or maybe go to the playground. I mean, they want to know the answer and they care about the answer because they are children. I mean, just like you guys, just like every child would be probably. 
But autistic teens do not really care about the answer. And this is me, really, because it's not the answer I care about. It's mainly the It's knowing whether it will be. It's knowing whether, whether it will be a yes or a no. Because I want to know who's all coming and who's all won't be. I mean, I know who to expect and how to get in the mood of the friendships. In the friendship mood. Because if I know that, I'll feel a lot better. And I'll know how to act better than than not knowing. There are many things in the world of anticipation that can actually cause anticipation. Some situations are life-changing events. And what I mean by this is if we're like, we're going to get married, maybe have a child, or maybe even get a dog. I mean, that's a life-changing event because it's a new responsibility. Because that's all new. I mean, that's a life-changing event. Or maybe you even buy a house. I mean, that's your life-changing event. And that's going to cause anticipation because we don't, we, something could happen like with a drop of a dime and with a snap of the fingers. And because someone could, because the bride could get cold feet, the house could be not repairable or, or the child may not even be born or that dog may not be able to make it to our house. I mean, it just depends on what the situation is and how big of a life changing event it could be. Because life changing event, because it's so new to us and we never done it before, that will definitely cause some anticipation. I can promise you that because we just want to know. On who we're gonna, on who will marry, who will, who will be, who where we'll live, who will be our child, and honestly, we want to know. Be mind readers. Another situation that can cause anticipation is trying something new. Because when I was, um, when I first tried a salad, I got anticipated because I didn't want to disappoint my parents. Be like, bleh, bleh, bleh. get out of here! This is nasty. Yet this salad's nasty. Tastes like crap. But I didn't want to. I want like that now. But I would have been when I was younger. But nowadays, that causes anticipation because we we like our routine. We like the same old crap when we go to a restaurant. I mean, we don't like to try something new. I mean, some autistic people are picky eaters and or not try something new. They'd rather stick to their old routine and just make it the way it is and make them in their comfort bubble. And that's not me. I'd rather be in the happy bubble and try something new and have an out more outgoing bubble because that's my style. But so for someone else, that could cause them anticipation because they'd rather be comfortable and not try something new so they can feel a lot happy and more comfortable and live in their own little bubble, which is not me, like I said, but it could be someone else. And the only way to know that is to know your ch- is to get to know your child. Something else that can cause anticipation is school problems. And it's either academically or social because as far as the academic side, I mean, for some reason, every time before I go to school, I start to anticipate because I don't know how the day is because I always anticipate whether the day will be good, bad, or a meh day, and I don't know which day it could be. And school, being a junior, it's a lot of work. And just school in general could cause anticipation because we want to know what we're doing that day. And I always do this, too, to help myself. I always make a little, um, in my head, I always sit on the couch and think of, okay, what are we doing in U.S. history? What are we doing in personal finance? What are we doing in JAG? What are we doing in basic skills? What are we doing in algebra? What are we doing in earth space? And what are we doing in English today? I mean, that's what always helps me because... I know what we're doing that day and just knowing that because it's school, then that um, will make us feel better and know what we're doing and then we'll feel more relaxed. As far as the social part goes, school doesn't really, it's not a good place to make friends. And I hate to say it, but it's true. School is not a good spot to make friends. And socially, everyone changes. I mean, everyone's so reserved. They're busy. They change to this whole new, like, strict type ordeal. And they don't know, I don't know how to read them in school. I don't know how to read their in-school personalities. But now when we get outside of school, I'm different. But anyway, when we get in school with socially, we just don't know on whether they're being nice, 
mean or just being a straight up brat. I mean, we just don't know. And we would love to know, be mind readers with that, but we can't. We can't, unfortunately. But I wish we could. But that's why it causes social because we just don't know who they are in that moment and how they operate. Something else that can cause anticipation is career choices because every successful adult that I know at least has a job or, or a career going on with their life. Case in point, here we got a videographer today named Seth. He's um, video, videoing me today with this podcast. But like an example would be him actually because that's his career. I mean, if he chose this and that was his occupation... One minute, he could be that, but then maybe his boss made him mad, and then he chose to quit his job. No offense, Seth, but, I mean, that's a good example right there because career choice could, could give you anticipation because you could get fired, you could get hired, you could get a big bonus, and we just want to know how what career choice we be and just stick to that every single day with our career. And maybe we work at a Papa John's pizza joint, and just we would like to work there every day. But that's not our dream. And if that is your dream, be my guest. Eat all the Papa John pizzas you want. But anyway, that's um, that's the ordeal here. If we have career choices, that will cause anticipation because we want just to live in the same career and just live in our safe career bubble and just stick to the same routine every day at our job site. And with the career, I mean, it doesn't just have to be the, cho- the, the changes. It could be the choices. I mean, maybe you're having a hard time Picking between a, being a police officer or a teacher, and you just want to know which one you would do, because what you wonder, what if I make the wrong decision? Crap, crap, crap. But that's what makes us so scared. Is we want to make the right decision with our career and live to and do the best at that job and live the career and have a little fun with it and do that career to the best of our abilities and just keep moving forward with our life. Something else that can cause anticipation that I know this is me every day is how family or friends are. Okay, this is where the good-natured-hearted person with autism because I got a family and I got some friends. Okay, I always concern about I always concern about them at each and every moment in my life because they are to me you treat uh, this poster at Bob Evans said it all. You treat friends like family and you treat family wait, I gotta think of how it goes. Give me a minute. Oh, here's how it goes. You treat friends you treat you treat strangers like friends and you treat friends like family. Alright. That's what I follow the second part. You treat friends like family, and that's worked for well with me, but I always wonder how they are because if they're having a bad day, that always makes me scared. It makes my heart melt down, and I'd rather just take their their invisible knife out of their back and put it in my back, kind of like removing the knife and going, put it in my back and stabbing it through my own back, and just instead of taking it out on, put and I'd rather feel the wrath of the suffering than them, to be honest with you. The biggest thing that can cause, though, for me and for anyone else for anticipation is, get ready for it, dun-dun-dun, plans. Because that is a big deal, because I always anticipate about plans, because, like I said, it's not, it always depends on the age, but it's either the answer and knowing whether they'll go or not, or just knowing whether they'll go or not, because that's me, and I just want to know how it will work and how, what to expect, and just know whether, which plans will work and which ones will not work, because... The reason being it's not, the anticipation always gets rid of the excitement for me. And instead of exciting, I, I'm anticipating. Also, anticipation can not only make you kind of, it can make your day go back. It can conquer an autistic person's day. And it can change them. It could change their personality. Because instead, we are, we're so focused on that thing that we're anticipating. Instead of focusing on that thing that could be fun and enjoyment and having a good day and maybe instead of focusing on the sun 
that and just focusing on what's good and being thankful that we're not living in some trailer park trash ordeal because that's where we're at. That's where we're at. We're thinking of all the negatives, but instead we need to think of the positives and feel and think and think about what we have and what instead of what we don't have or not what's going to go on today. Now, I would also like to talk about anticipatory anxiety. CE 109 autistic autistic butterflies for more information on that because when you have anticipation you might come along with anxiety and as we all know anxiety is just like how we are fretting and worrying and nervous but put that on top of anticipation for a minute and just think of our mood and think of how we're and how we're not feeling good that day mentally just think about that though for real because we're just not feeling good and we just want help and we may have to do some stuff in order to move on but i'll get into that later but anticipatory anxiety that's a big one and i think it's even bigger than regular anxiety because that that affects everything, and we mainly, on accident and inadvertently, take the anticipatory anxiety and put the blame on our parents and makes everyone's days go bad, and we don't mean to do that, but that's our habit, and that's a habit we need to break. Now, when, what's going on in our brains, when we anticipate, it's like we're going through a mental military boot camp. It's like the soldiers yell like, Hut! One, two, move on, move on, move on, get back in your box. And make it like make us do pledges, be like, good night, ladies. And that's making our deal. I mean, that's what we feel like. It's like a mental boot camp. It's like anticipation. Like we're being on our feet all the time. We're walking through pins and needles and we're walking on hot coal. I mean, that's what it feels like because we just feel like that. I mean, it's like someone screaming in our heads when you guys say like, move on, move on, move on, move on. And you guys are basically, when you're telling us to move on, you're being the angry drill sergeants. And when you're doing that, we're like being this little like uniform who has to stand straight still and won't can't move. But that's what we feel like. And it's only it's like because it's because that when we are anticipating, it's like that's when we're doing all the push ups, the sit ups, the jumping jacks, the burpees, and do not get me started on burpees. I hate burpees with a passion. But anyway, that's what it feels like. And we wish to stop that, but but we just cannot help it. And when we're going to that mental military boot camp, it's like the end will never stop and we'll never get that medal. And also something cool that I wanted to guys tell you guys the Department of Psychological Sciences in the UK did an experiment on how we anticipate. And look at that website because it shows us how plan A will anticipate something and how long they'll do it versus someone who doesn't have autism and is just walking down the street. Now, also, autistic people also like to anticipate when we are bored. And we are the type of people who like to keep our minds occupied. So when we're bored, we feel like we're being in like a mental detention. It's like a mental Thursday school. Let's go on. Because that's how bored we are. We'd rather be doing something and basically being in the military boot camp, the mental military boot camp, rather than being in a mental detention and not doing anything and instead of anticipating and just looking at the clock going back and forth. Because that's just boring. No one wants to be in that. And we'd rather be doing some fun. And to us, well, because that the only way to keep our funness going is by thinking. And do not get me wrong. Do not correct me. Funness, I know, is not a word, but that's the best word I could think of. But anyway, that's what we're thinking of. We're just so bored, and we're being in the mental detention because all we want to do is think because when we're bored, we'd rather, instead of biting our nails or looking at the clock going back and forth, we'd rather keep our minds occupied and have more fun and by thinking. And I also feel like if we do do not anticipate, then whatever the situation is, then we'll become obsessed with it and, and never shut up about it until we know or solve the problem. And that is unfortunate at the same time because we might, you guys might look at us like we're being crazy, but instead we're, we're not being crazy, we're problem solving. And by problem solving, we're just have to anticipate and obsess 
until we get that answer that we want and earn and demand. And But at the same time, though, I hate to say this, it sounds odd, but it feels like the anticipation is more fun than the event, though, because when we anticipate, that's and then what happened could happen is we're anticipating so much, and then it comes time, and it's like, eh, whatever. So maybe instead of anticipating and obsessing over it, we just need to feel like, think of the positives and how much fun we'll have. But maybe think about this too. What if we don't think about it at all? Because maybe we should not think about it, and then the the event could be fun, and and whatever, and hopefully the situation will go well. Maybe without thinking about it. Now I want you guys to actually do something for me. I got some kind of interactive here and a fun little thing for you to do, a little activity slash game. So I want you to do this. If you look at the second website below, it tells you about an autistic teen named Larry, and he was going to have his friends, but his boss, however, Mr. Ian, does not let him, and he anticipate and he anticipates on what he should do. Right now, when you're when you're finishing this when you're finished this episode, go in your Podbean app and comment to me what you would do or email me what you would do. And if you email me at the email MitchellSam171 at gmail.com and you tell me what you would do and you go on the or you go on the Podbean app, then I will give you a Hershey bar. And I'll give you a free Hershey bar, and I will give you a shadow on my next episode. Now, before I actually go on, I'll tell you what I would do. What I would do is what's what is more important to me. Like for example, if that trip was planned for a good long while, and for and I told Mr. Ian about the trip, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go away for a while. I'm gonna go on a trip with my friends to to the Bahamas. Can I go? He's like, sure. But then two months later, he's like, hey, we got You gotta work. And I'm like, no. I talked to you about this for a while. But then he's like, no, Sam, but we already had this conversation, and he tells me no, that I didn't, even though he lied to me a while back ago. Then I just say this to him, I quit, and I just quit my job because, honestly, that's not fair. That's not right, but I wouldn't be like quit and then be a lazy couch potato. I just quit and find a new job because if you do this, though, if this situation ever happens, autistic people, do not completely quit and go cry in a corner and be a catch me and be watching Family Feud for the rest of your darn life. Get a new job and get off your get off your butt and do something new. But here's the deal too. What if the trip was just spontaneous? Let's say next, next, last week, hey, we're going to this, we're going um to the Bahamas. Want to go? And he's like, sure. But then it was just spont, but then spontaneous. And then I just keep my job because I'd rather keep my job and not get fired over something stupid and spontaneous rather than go on a trip and argue with my friends. And I'd rather keep my job to make my money and to keep living the dream. Now, parents, if the anticipation is not addressed, then you could, someone or somebody could go mentally insane or go to very dark places. It's like the Triple H quote that you once said. He said, as sadistic as you can be, I will go to a place that I have never been and be that much more sadistic and be that much more twisted and be much more evil than you could ever imagine because that's what it would be like he will if that's if it is not addressed and it's not helped someone can go to a mentally insane or go to dark places and could become a druid and if you become a druid i don't know how you could because those are just weird people i think they're dead but anyway those druid they could become sadistic and violent and you may have to remove yourself to be safe but if you do not address it it will be your fault parents you must address it, or otherwise you're not a good parent. And the anticipation can be addressed though with your help and your with your unconditional love and your support. So when they're anticipating, just give them the best thing that you know and help them to the best of your ability 
and they will probably be thankful for that. Now, there are some things we can do to stop anticipation. Some solutions are, listen to your favorite music genre or favorite song. And if you do that, the music will calm your nerves down and calm you down. And that music can make you enter a virtual reality spot in your head, in a brain virtual reality. Because honestly, wherever that song takes you, it will take you somewhere that you'll be happy or whether it's dark a little bit or somewhere that you're like, what the heck? Then maybe that's doing there for a reason. It's to make you happy. So that music will take you somewhere into your own place and to maybe even to the place of your parts unknown, whether wherever it will be or wherever it shall be. Something else that you could do to stop your anticipation is you could watch your favorite movie. And this could help too because... I'm not a big movie person, but some people are big movie outgoers. And if you could buy, rent your favorite movie of all time, whether it be Venom, Jumanji, Elf, Spider-Man, or even the old, or even a silent film, whatever movie that is, if that stops your anticipation, then so be it. But if that, but that movie will help because you can instead focus on that movie and not worry about nothing else in the world. And that movie could take you to the v, to the brain VR set like a music could. But this is mainly to focus because instead of your brain, instead of listening, you're watching a movie and you can focus on that movie and having a little fun instead of anticipating. Something else that might help is go into your world, and this is what helps me. Whether it's the light, whether you see sunset, or whether you see rain, fog, and darkness to it, and make sure though when you go into this world, you feel good about yourself. Because look at the Joker; he is one of the most sadistic villains of all time in his movie. But at the end, he went from the bottom all the way to the top. And he made him into a world where he felt good. I mean, maybe that's you. Maybe you are feel good about just people cheering you sitting down. And then you're on a car roof. And they're going, woo, yeah, Joker, yeah. And you're just like, oh, my God. So maybe that's what the world is. Maybe it's like that world. Maybe it's light. Maybe it's in the gar- garden. And you have a tutu on. You're skimming on. La, 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 la. And maybe that's the world. Of your of your anticipation world, whether it's calm or not calm, whether it's violence or not, wherever that world may be, then if that's a dark mind that you have, so be it. But make sure that world helps you calm down, no matter where it is. And I'll tell you right now, my world is either in a boxing ring and just punching a bag, or in a wrestling ring in a WWE ring with one of my friends, because everybody's fake, and I'm not really gonna harm them. But that's where my world is. I mean, it's a little dark. But at the same time, that's what helps. If that's what helps, then it helps, man. I mean, you can't do anything about that. Another thing that could help maybe is you listen to relaxing noises. And what I mean by this is if you're listening to something calm like ocean waves such as or maybe it could be something like hardcore like rock roll like yeah, woo! Or maybe it could be like SpongeBob's here, Goofy Goober Rock such and, and just for fun, why not even have a little fun? Why not play it a little bit, shall we? So, three, two, one. But you see my point? Whether that noise is like hardcore, or just calm, peaceful waves, or just calm or loud, that noise could help you. I mean, no matter what noise it could be, it will help you, and that noise could just be your your peace effect here. Something else that you could do maybe to help 
your anticipation is maybe you could take a nap because may, I'm a big sleeper and I love to sleep. I mean, look at my stomach here. Jigga, 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 jigga. But that's my point here. I mean, maybe if you sleep, it could calm you down. I mean, maybe you could sleep it off and then the time come, happens. It's like, oh, okay. I don't have to work. I didn't anticipate for the rest of the day. Now I can focus on it just now instead of not having to worry about it for the previous four hours. Another thing you can maybe do to help you, and this is where our yoga people and our platforms out there, if that's the exercise, if I said the correct term, is meditate. And if you meant like, home, home, I see trees, home. I mean, that's going to help you because you're in a world where no one else is. You're quiet. It's just peaceful. And it's just like the karate, but just, it's like a peaceful karate. The final thing that you can maybe do is buy cheers to you. And this is a, uh, invention that world's dumbest all it does is give you a positive feedback and how you're doing and it, it is recorded but it still makes you feel good and why not why not show you guys a little bit of it so hit it So you see, cheers to you can uplift your spirits, whether you're having a bad day, an average day, or just feeling like here are some good thoughts. I think parents, so you can also help the situation too. Some solutions for the parents are you could give the child space. And if you give the child space, then they'll have time to recuperate from their anticipation, no matter how long it is, whether it's an hour, two hours, or 10 days. And then they might move on and they may just have their time and they may have to solve their problem in their own unique way and in their own brain solve it their way, and their way may be better than your way. No offense, parents. Something else that you could do, parents, is you could seek professional help, but only use that as a last resort because you've tried everything. I mean, you've tried everything. You've tried all these other solutions. You've tried online. You've tried giving them space. You've tried all the things, and you've tried all my other solutions I'm going to mention later, but it's still not working. All right, the best thing to do is get some professional help, and do not be embarrassed you autistic children, and I, and I'll admit, I'm working on not being embarrassed to get some help with my mental, my mental stability-wise, but that's my point, is the C professional help is not an embarrassing thing. We all need help sometimes. LRC people is what they're there for. It's like being, it's like a teacher being help, is not helping us and doing, not, not doing their job. So, yes, parents, seek professional help, but try other stuff. Don't go into it right away, and don't give up, parents. You are, you can do it. I can, I believe in you. And I can see it through my own eyes that you can do it. I know you can. And parents, you're doing a great job and you're doing the best of your ability to raise your autistic child right. Something else you could do, parents, is put them in a camp, a sport team, or any activity. Because for two reasons. One, it develops your child's self-esteem. But two, this can help anticipation because they're so busy doing their camp and their activities in their camp. And they're doing fine still and they're not anticipating about whatever's going on. Or their sport team. Okay, they're maybe focusing on playing the baseball or shooting the basketball hoop or hitting the softball instead of anticipating or any activity. They're maybe anticipating on in a media making a podcast and instead they're not anticipating. So maybe putting them in an activity could help them and that could lead them to focusing on something else for the day. Also that could help help your autistic child parents is maybe give them, give them a massage. And what I mean by this is if they're young, like 1 to 10, you give them the massage yourself. I mean, they're young enough to still do. You can scratch your head, rub their backs, scratch your knees. I mean, whatever helps them, helps them. But if they're older, don't do it. That's just weird. So instead, maybe 
you can maybe give them a masseuse for the day as a little birthday present or whatever and buy them a free massage and buy them a massage and a masseuse because that may calm them down and relax them and they may even they may even not remember what they are anticipating. The final thing you can do, parents, is maybe take your child to their favorite local place of all time because now I don't mean go to take them to Disney if that's if you live in Orlando, but I mean like take them to like a Wendy's. Like if you tell them, hey, calm down and we'll take you to get a frosty. Or their favorite place is like a small little bouncy house. And it's like, you calm down, we'll go to this person's bouncy house. Or a pool even. If it's a pool, it's like, all right, Timmy, calm down, we'll go swimming. Okay, but if you call, that's a way to calm down. Is maybe take them to their favorite local place. And then maybe they're ha- you're having so much fun, they'll forget about it. Or they won't even remember it. Or they'll just, just say, eh, whatever. And just push it off to the side for a while. Instead, and it's giving them a break of their anticipation. Now, I just got with solutions. Now I'll tell you some antidotes that mean a lot to me. The first antidote I like to talk to you about with anticipation is Halloween party. I always have a Halloween party, and it's a big one I highly would recommend to go if you're my friend. But anyway, if you go to these Halloween parties, they're pretty cool, and for some reason they bring us together for some odd reason. I don't know why, but they bring people together. So when this Halloween party, it's annual, it's a tradition. There, You always have a blast, too, and it's bringing people together. And I'm always having fun, and I'm high-fiving, I'm giving hugs. It's the best time of your life. And I, But here's the problem. I always think that no one will come, and I can never look forward to it because I don't know who's going to go, who will be there, when they'll be there. I mean, I just never know that crap. And I feel like the anticipation, like I said earlier, replaces the excitement, and it never helps. But the one thing that did help me was last year. I didn't anticipate it, but here's what got my mind off it. Keep my mind occupied with uh, when I worked with my dad at Patball on electrical engineering because I was focusing on putting the wires in and doing learning about electrical engineering instead of anticipating about the party. So if you have something like that, keep your mind occupied maybe with electrical engineering or something else like that. Another antidote is Lark Farm Ranch. Okay, C106 for more on this one, but I'll give you a brief one still. I was hoping to go to Lark Farm Ranch and go and ziplining and playing in the pumpkin patch and all that jazz. Well, unfortunately... Mother Nature decided to act up on us, and it ran us, and oh, I just was so mad. I want to squeeze someone's head or choke slam it through a table. I was doing what I said earlier in 106 Daily Changes. I was panicking to think, and I couldn't figure out what to do, so I thought of an idea. I snapped my fingers, and I said, Mr. Gaddy's. I mean, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst either. It was the best plan B that I could think of. So I anticipated for a good long while what else to do, because I didn't want to disappoint my friends. So instead, I went to Mr. Gaddy's, and boy, oh boy, we still had a blast. So either way, it would have worked out, which actually leads me to my next antidote, my final one. What I used to do when I was younger is I used to make charts about the positives and the negatives on each plan or each or each situation or what I should do or each option. And when I made it, though, I saw nothing that nothing bad was going to happen or was going to happen or nor going to. So those three antidotes mean a lot to me because they involve... They involve each something different. I mean, the Halloween party. It involves keeping your mind occupied. The Lark Farm Ranch. It involves thinking of plan Bs. The charts mean helping your mind get your mind off of it. And it, here's the sad part. It's so easy to go into give up mode and just go in your bed and just go mentally unstable. But you must figure out what to do. Otherwise, you will go me- and mentally insane and you will maybe even die if, if it happens. But, what, and just, but do what works for you. And always remember to fight. Owens, fight. And Kevin Owens, thank you if you let me borrow that, but... You must fight Owens fight or fight whatever your last name is fight. If it's fight for me, it's fight Mitchell fight for maybe Joe Purcell's fight Purcell fight for maybe it's yo for BJ Yoho. It's fight Yoho fight. So always remember that fight last name fight. 
Now, now I'm thinking about it, why don't we do something else a little fun here? If you send me a critical thinking question about anticipation or any, I will give you a shout out on my next episode because I want to answer. I want to, I want to do some critical thinking on this one. This episode, I want it to be interactive. So if you send me any critical thinking questions by anticipation, I shall, I shall give my gavel right now. Thou shall give a shout out on the next episode. Anticipation is something that we do and we do not realize it at the time. I think we don't realize it when we're doing it and we know we drive you crazy. And I just want to say on behalf of every good hearted autistic child, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for driving you crazy. I'm sorry for giving you guys a not keeping you guys up at night. I'm sorry for driving you crazy. I'm sorry for ruining your day. I'm so sorry for everything. I apologize, but this is something we cannot help. And I want to say again, I'm so, 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 so sorry. I apologize for every time I've driven you crazy is what we I think every autistic, good natured autistic child would like to say to you right now. In conclusion. Hi. No, I'm just kidding. For real though. In conclusion, autistic people are going to anticipate one day in their lives. And the amount will depend on the severity of their autism, like I said. And when we do it, we may do it a lot because whatever may not be sensitive to you, it might be sensitive to us. And anticipation is a perfect example of this. And we are so sorry, but we could try. And with perseverance, we can do it. But we will do our part, but only if parent, if only you parents do your part. Well, that'll be all for us today. And hope you learned something about anticipation. And I want you right now to help a child who is anticipating at the moment. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Please tune in for another episode coming in very soon. I hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble. Thank you very much.